Hi, and thanks for joining me on Creative Conversations with Dion White. I'm Dion White, and I am your host. This is episode two. This week, we're talking with Wendy Bryant of Creole Shack Clothing Line. Wendy is a Louisiana textile artist and upcycles clothing. Let's welcome Wendy to the podcast. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Dion. Welcome to Creative Conversations with Dion White. Thanks for joining the podcast today. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, I've introduced you and told them a little bit about you. And uh, so go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, what you do and where you're located. Okay. I'm a textile artist. I have been designing and selling upcycled clothing, I guess, for about 10 years now. I'm currently based out of southern Louisiana in a little town, I guess, kind of nestled between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. I guess my reference point mostly is New Orleans. Well, that's exciting. I've never been there, but I would love to visit someday. I hear it's a wonderful town and definitely a lot of creative energy there. Yes, it is. It's a very, a very artsy town with a lot of good food. Yum. <laughs> Well, I, I told them a little bit that, you know, you design and you create clothing and um, that there's a message behind what you do. And so what was it that drew you to the craft that you're in now as being a seamstress? Well, um, I guess it's several things, honestly. You know, my mom was an artist and she was a seamstress. So I grew up in a, you know, very... Um, I guess, crafty, artsy home. And um, later in life, my sister and I, um, we actually dabbled, you know, in the DIY market. We had um, an online magazine called DIY City Mag. And it was where we interviewed tons of creatives, like from around the world. And so in that magazine, you know, we were always, you know, interviewing people and I actually, uh, I met a few artists that inspired me. Um, Danny Mansmith is one of them, Laurie Marsha, and Gibbious Fashions. And so kind of that's where I got my start. You know, I was inspired by that. And, you know, I just kind of took it from there and, and just it grew into what it is today. That's awesome. Um you know, can you tell me basically why is it, though, that you chose to go into repurposing clothing or, you know, opposed to just starting from scratch? Because, you know, we can go out and just buy pretty much whatever we want, you know. And so what is it that, you know, caused you to want to just repurpose and upcycle clothing? Exactly. Yes, we can, you know, just go out and do that. But I guess coming from an artsy background. I didn't always see, you know, the clothing that I wanted in the store, but also, you know, I always, we kind of always repurpose things, you know, growing up, that's just the way um, we were, you know? And so for me, it just kind of made sense. Like, you know, I could start with a foundation, you know, and build from there. So I would start with, you know, maybe a shirt and then from there I would build, you know, onto it. Um, also, I guess the ease of just like going in my closet and grabbing some things and knowing that I could, you know, create it and make it into something else, you know, something new that I could wear. Um, to me, less is more. Like, I like to keep it simple. 
and, you know, kind of just create from what you have already, I guess, less waste. Yeah. When we talked the other day, you used the word discarded and that really spoke to me because there's so much waste in the world and not just that, but in the sense of people, um, we tend to discard things in life very easily and because it's too much work to sometimes keep them or make them into something else. And so I just wanted to tell you that I thought that that, that message right there about reusing, repurposing, upcycling, and not discarding is powerful in itself, you know. So I just wanted to tell you that that spoke to me greatly. Yes, um, that's, that's true when you think about discarding. I think we just scored a lot of things, you know, where actually if we just take a closer look, you know, we can always, you know, repurpose that and I think that's one of the messages that my mom always gave me, you know, was, um, you know, there's always value in things and, you know, you don't really make mistakes. You can always just turn it into something else. And so I think, you know, that's kind of rooted, you know, deep within me. It's just that message. I love that. Um, foundation is important to me. Being rooted in things is important to me. And so I understand that completely. Um, you know, one of the favorite pieces of mine that you create is your art jackets. And um, I don't know, I just feel like that there's a little bit more of um, not a wild side, but a funky side at times with you creating your art jackets. <laughs> and I really love that. So just tell us a little bit about your art jackets. Tell us, you know, they're fun and they're feminine, and but they're funky at times, too. And I love that. So just tell us a little bit about that piece and how that came to be. Yeah, well, my art jackets, actually, um, when I started creating them, it was out of a desire to produce something that was usable for an artist, you know, something that we could wear and feel beautiful in as we created. So they first kind of started out more loose and flowy, but as I always do, they always evolve into something else. And so actually, they evolved into more just art artsy kind of jackets that people could just wear every day, you know, just to kind of show their style. So that's kind of how it was, how it came to be. I love that because most of the times we do start out with things um, having a practical purpose and the artist in us never rests, at least for me. And, you know, so when we are creating, sometimes we're creating with a, with a practical or a purpose in mind, but then we can't help but make it a piece of art. And I really look at your jackets as works of art. So I just wanted to let you know that I love the creative expression that you use in them. How do you choose your palettes, Wendy? Like, what do you, what inspires you? How do you choose those palettes? Wow. Well, you know, I'm inspired by a lot of things. Um, I'm very visual. I would say I, um, I love to get on Pinterest and Instagram, you know, things like that, those type platforms. And, you know, honestly, it's eye candy, you know. Yes. But I also um, enjoy long rides on the weekends. I like to just jump in my vehicle and, and take off and um, inspired by little maybe restaurants off the beaten path or a little eclectic shop, you know, things like that. Handmade items. Um I love print. I love print magazines. Um, 
mixed media art, abstract art, you name it, industrial buildings, books, paper napkins, a lot. Dion, a lot inspires me. Um, but as far as my palette goes, like when I'm, when I'm ready to design, I normally start again with a foundation. And so it kind of anchors me, you know, that foundation. And so, you know, from there I build from there. So I might choose a certain color and there I will just, you know, start choosing. But honestly, it kind of flows for me. And I feel like a lot of times the, the palettes choose me. I don't always choose them um, as I start, you know, just looking around. Because I have, over the years, you know, I have built quite, you know, a pile or a stock of fabric. <laughs> I mostly, I mostly use cottons these days, you know, to create with. I love that. We, um, we artists tend to collect things and I know exactly what you're talking about with having art supplies and just, uh, I worked in mixed media for a while. And so I had inks and rubber stamps and stencils and those things, and they're not as prevalent in my work now, but you know, we can, my husband's always saying like, why do you need another tube of paint <laughs> or another canvas, you know? And so I understand that we just kind of create and collect, uh, collect and create, you know, as we go along, but you're, it does evolve. Um, you know, our palette, you know, not just grows, but it evolves. And you mentioned, you know, how it kind of chooses you. And I would say that, you know, personally, for me, that's how I feel now is a lot of my paintings um, choose me. And it's, it's the passion, I feel that's within mm -hmm. us that is connected to our art. And we realize it's not just a job to sustain us, you know, financially, but it's an assignment and a call to create something beautiful out of things that are broken. Yes. Um, or create something beautiful out of things that are ragged or discarded. And um, which is one of the reasons, uh, you know, that I chose you today to interview you because I feel that we carry a very similar message yes. in our work. And um, as I paint in the spirit of God, but also incorporate the, uh, the essence of the, the art of Kintsugi, um, I feel you do that with your work because, you know, it's patchwork. It's kind of um, putting together, piecing together. You're bringing something that's been pieced together and making it whole. And um, so, you know, we talked a little bit about this and, you know, how much is your faith a part of what you do and, or is it at all? Yes. Yes. Um, it is. It's a big part of what I do. Um, you know, for me, creating is from my heart and it's where my heart is, is where my designs come from. So, you know, if you, if you look back over the 10 years and you look at my work, I'm sure you'll see different stages. You know, some of it was just, I was new and, and I was dabbling and I was trying to figure out where I was, but, you know, as the years have passed on and as I grow grow you know, like closer to God, I feel that my work has, is showing my heart more and more as the years go on. Um, and I wanted to mention that also, you know, since we talked about it evolving and choosing our color palette, mm -hmm. um, as we grow and strengthen, not just in ourselves, um, personally and mature spiritually. And as our gift develops in our craft, um, you know, do you feel that what we create 
and the colors that we choose uh, can reflect our inner state of being. Yes, I do. I probably always, you know, didn't look at it that way. But um, like I said, as I, you know, draw closer to God, I, I see that in my work. Like, you know, I'm starting to see my work. It's more, it's, it's white it's it, with a little subtle colors, you know, mm. blending in. And, and so, you know, I, I do see that. And as I look back over the years, you know, I can see hard times I went through and I can see what my work looked like. And, and as, you know, when I first started, you know, a lot of my colors were, were grays and blacks and maybe, you know, muted colors like, you know, moss green and things like that. But as, you know, I matured in my faith, um, I noticed that my clothing, you know, my design started changing colors and getting, getting softer and with pops of color. That's really good. And I, I can resonate with that definitely with my work over the years as well. It's such a, we're a reflection, you yes. know, the inward to the outward, you know, we release, I believe on our canvases and yours being clothing. Um, we release what's inside of us. And when we get to a different place and realize it's not really about us or um, we're not creating even for us anymore, I think that that can even look very different as well. Yes. Yes. Very different. Well, overall, you know, I, I really love what you do, Wendy, and I think you have some of the cutest things on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, but I know your heart and I know there, there's a reason you do what you do and there's a message behind that. So, what would you say your message is that you wish to convey with the pieces that you create or somebody who would be clothed with them? Hope, you know, just a lot of us, you know, we wander through life and and we don't have a purpose. We don't have hope, you know, and um, I, I feel that, you know, the one thing when you put on a piece of my clothing or when you look at it, I hope that you see love, hope and, and, and peace. You know, I I would say those three things would be, you know, my message. It's nothing, uh, nothing compares to having something that's been created for you particularly. So do you do custom work? I do. I do custom work. um, And I don't, I don't mind it. Um, However, I feel that when I'm able to create from my heart, Mm. you know, I feel I'm free, you know, I feel free just to create from a heart. Then I believe then you're going to get the piece that you want. And so, you know, I don't mind doing custom, but sometimes, you know, customers don't understand that. And they might say, well, I want this, 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 and this. And then honestly, they're, they're creating. It's it's not from my heart. And so honestly, when I do that, if, if I do it their way, nine times out of 10, they don't like the piece when I'm finished. Well, even not only that, but it's not as fulfilling, you know, because I'm a commissioned painter and I love to try to capture the vision and the essence, you know, that the people are wanting and their paintings. It's really hard unless they're giving me a photograph and say, paint this, you know, it's really hard. And there's a there's that apprehension in going into it because you want them to like it. You want them to be pleased with it. They're paying for it. And you just hope that they affirm what you do. And you know, normally most of the time, um, I, I get great feedback and I'm sure you would too, but it, you're right. There is a freedom in creating 
from our heart as mm-hmm. opposed to taking orders from somebody else, you know, how it's <laughs> supposed to be done. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, the other thing is, is that um, when, when we do take custom orders, this is, this is the release that I feel is when they say, I just want it to be, let's use my last one, for example, a field of cotton. And, um, you know, my first response is, okay, well then how, how do you want that to be? And they're like, I just want you to create it. There is freedom in that when they give you free reign basically to, to create. So like somebody could give you say several pieces um, and say, just make something out of this, you know, and that would probably give you a lot more fulfillment and freedom to work with those things too. Yes. Yes. I have a lot of customers that do, you know, just give me free reign. And, and that's when it's wonderful, you know, because then, you know, you kind of know what they want, but yet they just give you that freedom to say, okay, I trust you do what you think's best. And I think that's when, you know, I will create at my best. And I think the world is awakening to the fact that um, textiles are coming back as art. You know, um, they were just a commodity. They were just a a practical thing all for a long time. And living in the South, you know, there's textile mills everywhere that have been abandoned, you know. Yes. And um, but I love the fact that you're repurposing and you're upcycling and you're, you're using discarded things to create something beautiful and whole again, to bring hope and love and the spreader of happiness. Right. Yes. Yes. So, you know, where can we see your stuff? What's the name of your business and where can people go to view it and buy it? Okay. Well, um, my name is, well, my name's Wendy Bryant, but you're going to find my work under Creo Shack. So that's C-R-E-O-L-E-S-H-A. If you want to just Google it, it'll pretty much pull up, you know, everything I'm on, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. I sell on Etsy. So um, that pretty much sums it up. Awesome. Okay. So as we close today, is there something of a message that you'd like to leave with the listeners? Yes, I would love that. Um, You know, especially if you're an artist and you create, I just, I feel like, you know, just create from your heart. You know, your heart never lies to you. And, you know, draw close to the one who created you. You know, that's where you're going to find purpose and peace in life. And that's, that's about what I would like to say. You know, that would be my message. I love that. Draw close to the one who created you. Yes. That's absolutely truth. Well, that's beautiful. And Wendy, thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you for your time and just um, giving us, yes, a glimpse into your world and your heart. So I appreciate you being here today. Thank you, Dion. It was my pleasure. And um, I appreciate, you know, the opportunity. Awesome. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this uh, episode of Creative Conversations with Dion White, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me today on Creative Conversations with Dion White. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For your listening enjoyment, you can follow me on Anchor FM, iTunes Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. We'll see you next time on Creative Conversations with Dion White. Music